Welcome to the Become Revolutionary Show, where we pull back the curtain and talk to successful entrepreneurs and industry leaders about their journey to success, the process of entrepreneurship, and the adversity they've encountered along the way. With your hosts, Charlene and Noel, and their amazing guests from all over the globe, you will feel right at home and part of the entrepreneurial tribe while hearing about the ups, downs, curves, and missteps in these stories and how it all ultimately contributes to success in business and life. Join us now as entrepreneurs support other entrepreneurs. Stronger together, further, faster. Welcome to the Become Revolutionary Show, where we talk to you about how to get over those hurdles to become revolutionary in life and business. We're your hosts, Noelle and Charlene, and today's topic is all about unleashing your inner rock star. Jonathan, welcome. Hey, it's so good to be with you, ladies. Good to see you, Charlene and Noel. And looking so- at those fancy backgrounds, they're all black and dark and <laughs> all sexy. I love it. Oh, moody. Oh, moody. Awesome. It's, a, it's amazing to have you here. I just want to introduce you guys to Jonathan George. He's amazing. We came, we crossed paths over the past year. Um, he's CEO of Unleash Your Oh, your rock star personal branding agency. Uh, Jonathan George has spent the past 20 years building celebrity personal brands with over 150 million online followers. He's known as the human hit maker because of his ability to identify, cultivate, and package you into the rock star you were meant to be. So yeah, welcome. I'm so excited for this conversation today. It's really good to hear to be with you guys again and to see your faces. Oh, thanks. So we're going to start off, as you know, become revolutionary. Like we really want to shine a light um, for entrepreneurs on the process of entrepreneurship on, on the mountaintops, but also we want to shine a light in the valley where people may be feeling kind of alone and feeling like, you know, they tried something that didn't work. They tried something else that didn't work. And maybe this entrepreneurship thing isn't for them. And you have been an entrepreneur for how long now? Uh, ever, I think ever since I was a kid, I started working like, I don't know, taking stuff to school and selling it <laughs> so I could buy, you know, buy stickers and, and pencils and stuff like that at a very young age. I remember my first sell was my, my cousin was Miss America, Phyllis George. Oh, wow. And so, um, I had her signed you know, photo or that black and white one. And I, she signed it for me. I took it to school and I sold it. I think I sold it for a dollar. <laughs> so there's your entrepreneurship right there. You know, I mean, I was doing it way early on. My brain just understood it. Yeah. I love it. You're like, Phyllis, give me 10 more. That's so funny. It's like, Phyllis, you can make me a very wealthy man. Let's, let's, let's make a business out of this. It's super funny. When I was a kid, my brothers and I, my parents were both entrepreneurs. And so when we were children, we were taught to compete against each other for marketing at either bus stop. And we were selling corn. Let me tell you, corn is a hot business. When you were eight, we made bank. <laughs> we learned all about reinvesting our profit, learned who's the best to have on your team. And uh, it was super fun. So I love hearing that, you know, even as a child, there, there's so many children right now who are becoming entrepreneurs or inspired by watching their parents step up into this now online too, which I think is super cool. Um, well, you know, here's the thing is that 
Entrepreneurship is the is the future. We are we are already seeing it uh, with consultants. Companies, huge companies, are hiring consultants now to do most work. Uh, it's cheaper for them to do it. They don't have to pay for your insurance. They don't have to pay for certain things. You know what I mean? And you can go and work for four companies at once and make a lot more money. And so we're in a digital age. And here's the fact: is that whether you like social media or not, it impacts who you are. It impacts how you're showing up in the world. It impacts how you're getting hired. It's impacting how your business is run. And, you know, I'm not a big social media fan because of the reason that people don't know how to use it properly. And we're seeing so much a decline in mental health. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in our youth, there's a 58% rise in suicide, anxiety, and depression, but you know, it's, it's one of those things that we sit here and we compare ourselves and we're thinking, Hey, we're, we're showing up powerfully in the world. We're doing something. We're really happy. We're excited. Life is great. And then all of a sudden we see four people doing similar things and we're seeing how successful they are. And all of a sudden our self-worth just sinks down. We start really feeling bad about ourselves and entrepreneurship is a lonely road. It's a hard road. It doesn't have to be hard. It really doesn't have to be hard, but it is a lot of grinding. It is getting up. It's driving and pushing yourself. It's having to have discipline. And if you've done a diet before, you know that it takes a lot of discipline. And so, you know, it's the same thing as an entrepreneur. It takes the discipline to get your work done, to get out there, to show up powerfully, to sell your product, to sell whatever it is that you're selling. Um, so there's, there's a lot of layered things, but if I could just lead this one way is that I just read on LinkedIn, this guy posted about, should you develop a personal brand or a business brand? Mm. And at first, okay. And I was just like, this is such an easy answer. <laughs> and it's not because I do personal branding. It's because I know the power of personal branding. A personal brand is not your business brand. It has nothing to do with whether you're wanting to be a lawyer, the top dentist, or if you want to be the top podcaster, if you want to be the leading CEO of mastermind behind something. That is, you know, I developed singers and artists for 22 years, 23 years, something like that. And you know, it's like, how do you differentiate the person from the singer, from the voice, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's very important to understand who you are as a human being, not a human doing. Once you understand who you are at your core, then you can step powerfully into whatever it is you decide to do that day. And as entrepreneurs, you know, everybody's like niche down, niche down, get focus, focus, focus. But most people are entrepreneurs because we love to be able to go from one thing to the next thing. That's what lights us up. That's what excites us. That's what we get to be creative. And I don't believe in putting people in a shoebox. I just believe in putting people in a guided path, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And I, I, the reason why this is important to me, and I, I'm sure y'all probably be like, well, you know, let's get into the story. But for those of you that don't, you know, know my past is, um, in 2000, I moved to Los Angeles, and that's where I live right now. And I moved out here. I gave up my teaching career. 
uh, have a music education degree teaching, you know, high school and junior high. And I gave that up and I to really pursue my music dreams to be a singer. I've been singing my entire life. My dad's a pastor and church, you know, I sang church my entire life. And so I moved out here and I landed on a show called Next Big Star with Ed McMahon. And now if you know who Ed McMahon is, I've just aged you. Um, but, you know, I uh, love this man. Uh, they really adopted me into their family. But I, I was the grand champion winner on that show uh, in the Mel Division singing. And I had a record deal on the table. I just released my first single, my first music video. I was working on my album. Like my life, you know, this was like, talk about entrepreneurship. It's all about entrepreneurship. And I was, I was just at a level 10 in my life of happiness, success, excitability, just thriving. And I get a call from the record label and they retract the contract because they found out that I was gay. It's when Google first came out. And, you know, people were like, what? Well, that was 2001. You know, things are much different. That's when Ricky Martin was coming out or was trying, you know, everybody was trying to pull him out. And he was hard to remember that time, isn't it? I mean, probably not for you. And I'm not diminishing the story, but it sounds so shocking now. Yeah. Now now it does. It's like, what what do you mean? You, You can't do that. But back then, it was just such a different mindset. And it wasn't that people cared. In in the industry, it was just like, how can we sell you to a bunch of straight girls, you know? And I, there's parts of me that at the at the time understood it, but at the same time, it didn't matter the accolades, it didn't matter the success. All I could hear was, "You're not good enough. Something is innately wrong with you." And I will tell you, depression. Anxiety. I, I had social anxiety so bad, and I love people. I love being around people. I love being with people. But all I could think about is everybody staring at me, and I'm th- thinking that that there's something wrong with me. And the suicidal thoughts started creeping, and thinking, you know, it'd be better off just to be dead. I I, I I wouldn't have to deal with these issues. I wouldn't have to deal with my family or you know pastors. The spiritual abuse that I endured, not not out of hate or meanness or ugliness, but out of pure love. People loving me so much that they, they thought they were doing the right thing, but that spiritual abuse put me down a, a darker, deeper path. Um, you know, cause I've been in the ministry my entire life and, and I literally going through this cycle in my life going, who are you? I don't know who I am. I didn't know how to package myself. I didn't know, you know, on a professional level, didn't know how to package myself. I didn't know who I was at my core. I kind of knew, but I didn't know. And so I finally gave up singing. I just said, you know, if this is, if I have to, oh, and what I didn't say is that my team tried to get me married. They try to get me married to a woman. They try to change my music. They try to change everything about me. And I was like, have you met me? I was like, dude, I got swag. Why do you want to change who I am? You know? And, um, and, and, and literally just broke. And I made a decision to give up singing. I was like, lie to the world or, or be a recording artist and watch how Ricky Martin was just being raked through the code. Coles. And and I just said, that's not what I want to do in my life. And so I gave up. But at that moment in time, you know, I went back to teaching, but I started teaching kids privately music. And I began to find myself 
And, you know, my kids quickly started becoming like, uh, on Disney, they're on America's Got Talent, um, America's Most Talented Kids in America, and they were winning all these things. And it was just incredible that journey that started. And, 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 you know, looking back five years into it, people were like, Jonathan, why are your kids doing so well? And I said, it's because they are very secure in who they are. They can walk into a room. They just know how to own it. And it's not an own it from like big personality standpoint. It's just confidence in knowing and understanding who they are. And so through this process, I've just developed in a very uh, clean, uh, clear path to truly being able to brand yourself in a powerful way so that you can go out and use your personal brand to grow and expand whatever it is that you're wanting to do, whether that is wanting to be a politician, whether that's wanting to be a teacher, whether that is wanting to be the president, whether that is, you know, wanting to be that doctor or that lawyer and being the top of that field or just being the head of the classroom, you know, it doesn't matter. It just changes who we are and how we perceive ourselves and how we're showing up in the world and, and getting clear direction on what that is, what you want. And it, it changes everything. Wow. So I have a, I have a pressing question, but before that, I kind of want to just, something came to mind. It was probably in like 2000, 13 something somewhere around there I was at an indigenous teaching and this stuck with me forever and it it made me think that we kind of have it a little bit backwards how how society has positioned our titles like in the west and how we say like hi how are you what do you do right and so it's like automatically like what do you do therefore you are a title and i think that just ingrains and it 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 kind of carves this thing that i need to become a something and that is how i should be branded to the world is i am a teacher i am a doctor i'm a whatever yeah and in the in the indigenous culture that i was learning from they were saying um you know in our culture we say who are you and who are you related to? And so I just think that like, I was reminded of that when you were talking about like how uh, of that teaching and how um, effective it is. And, and they would try why they said, who are you and who are you related to is they would try to find common ground through relationship, right. Instead of through job title. Right. And so that, that I just wanted to share that with everybody and how, how we, it's not necessarily our faults. I think we've, we've just been raised in a culture that's like that honors what you do versus who you are but breaking through that and you're helping people break through that and kind of understand that is amazing and my question for you is kind of like what kept you going <laughs> like you're like i wanted to give up like they didn't like who i was they wanted to marry me off to a woman like they like what kept you going there was something that made you press in and when you said they my team wanted to have me married off to someone <laughs> Like that would make me kind of want to just like rebel and go the other way. <laughs> like, just like, you know, so like what, what, was there a moment or was there something that like, just it was, was a season for you? Yeah, it's a, it was a season through all of this. I've loved, I mean, I love helping people see themselves. Mm -hmm. I want you, both of you to see you the way that I see you right now. Mm. 
And, and it's, you know, as, as a creative director for years in the music industry, I mean, I was doing, uh, you know, I was directing music videos. I was shooting all the photography, creating the album work. We were writing the music. We were, um, you know, producing, I'm Grammy nominated, uh, you know, it's every aspect of those things that you look at that made it work was because it was always seeing what somebody can deliver the best, seeing them in the best light. So if you can imagine a stage, like right now, I've got this ring light on my face, you know, it helps to blow out the wrinkles and blow out the, blow out the, the, the imperfections, but it's really amazing that when you take that light and you move it, then all of a sudden you start seeing things that you probably, you know, you start kind of noticing things. But if you can put the right spotlight onto right areas of your life mm -hmm. and in who you are and get focused to those things, it lets the world, it, it allows the world to see you. But the problem is, is that most of us, we can't see it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Here I am. I do personal branding. I run, have some of the most successful people in the world, yet I couldn't do it for myself. Right. I had to hire a company to help me do what I do for others. Right. And it's because we're too close to it, right? That's, that's right. Um, and one of the things that I will have to say this, and, and not to go off on a tangent or to, to kind of derail this, because um, you asked me what keeps me going, uh, but the I went and got my master's practitioner's license in neuro-linguistic programming which is retraining how the brain thinks. And one thing that I know people coming through my doors on a daily basis is um, the number one thing that I have to work with people through is their fears. It doesn't matter how talented, how gifted, how stuff, what they have to offer literally have to overcome the fears and the mindsets I'm not good enough. And you know, like my story is not unique. Mm -hmm. It may not sound exactly like yours, but every single person, both of you, anybody who's listening to this right now knows what it feels like to feel like you're not good enough to not feel seen or heard or valued. And your dog agrees with me. <laughs> it's a good day. And, and you know, when we, we all have that in common. So I went, I had, I was like, I need tools to be able to help people break through this junk that is in their life and get it out of the way so that they can go powerfully into what it is that they're called to do in their life. And so, you know, the, the theme that went through every aspect of my life and everybody's like, Jonathan, you need to focus. You need to focus. And I, and I was like, no, I, so I built a company where I could do everything that excited me creatively. And, and that was an artist development company. We did all the branding. We did everything. It was fun. You know, I got to do live, live life every single day. It was something new and something different as an entrepreneur, but it Everything, it, it's like if you think of a string that goes through a set of pearls, what's that identifying factor that excite me, excites me? And it is always about seeing people, seeing their full potential, and knowing how to develop that so that person feels like a rock star. And, you know, I always think, is rock star cheesy? And I was like, no, it's not. That's all what we want inside is to stand up in our truth and get up whatever that stage is and whatever that stage is in our lives, whatever that looks like for you and get up and be a true rock star at whatever it is that you're doing. And that is what has kept me going 100%.
I, I love that so much. I, uh, I just love that so much. It's reminding me of a story like Noah was talking about, um, about her story. It triggered something. Then your story just kind of weaved it together. I remember going to this bar one day with a bunch of my friends and I sat down to this big early biker guy. And it's like, Hey, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? And he goes, don't talk about what I do. I'm not what I do. Ask me what I'm passionate about. And I was like, totally blown away, but it changed my life because we got into like the deepest conversation ever about what he was passionate about, what lights him up. And the thread through for me is I want to help light people up. I want people to see their light too. And I love how you put that on the forefront. And even more so than that, I love that you do that for adults, but I want to, I would love our audience to hear more about the work too, that you're doing with our children, with the teenagers. Tell us about the work that you're doing in the school to help with the anxiety, the identity crisis. Like how, how do we start younger? Well, you know, one of my friends, her son committed suicide and and she reached out to me and she's like, hey, we need what you're teaching, whatever it is that you're doing. And I got to start, I started doing the research because, you know, I was so busy just trying to create my business and my life and, and my work and all of that. And I started doing the research and I was mind blown at what's going on. And, and it's not, and, and it's, I mean, just tell you, everything's connected. Our teachers are burned out. They're overwhelmed. They're exhausted, not just from COVID. It was happening before COVID. And now it's just a major issue. Well, the energetically, if you look at how anything works, when, when something energetically over here is messing up, well, it affects energetically the rest of the space, but our, our, and so much of this has to do with social media. I mean, just the main issue is social media. Kids aren't connecting. They're comparing themselves. I just had a parent reach out to me and say, Jonathan, my 11-year-old son, he's so cute. He is coming home thinking that he's crying, thinking he's ugly. And I was like, and, and I know it seems so deep-rooted, but it's really a simple solution. Why is he feeling that way? He's comparing himself to somebody else. And this is, and 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 just... By a three-minute voice message, he broke loose from whatever it was that he was getting a hold of, and it changed his whole life. His mom, like said, he's so happy, he's excited, those kind of things. And just realizing kids going through what we went through, but on a whole other level. We all experience the bullying. We all experience the the down, uh, the downness of, of being a kid. It's just part of being. It's life. It's it is life, right? But then you add on social media, and you're seeing what everybody else is doing or what they're posting that they're doing. We see, you know, a doctored photo. We see the best highlight every time that you, 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 every time you put your makeup and your hair on and you look amazing and you just spent an hour and a half doing it, then you start taking photos. Well, all of a sudden, you know, Betty's over here going, wow, she's so beautiful. She always looks so gorgeous and look at me and we don't have the money to do that. And it's like, baby, you didn't spend the hour and a half that it just took Charlene to get that makeup and hair done, you know? And, and it's just, we're not able to see what the behind the scenes are. All we can see is what's in front of us. And we began to dictate our lives with that. And this is happening to adults. This is happening to entrepreneurs. This is happening to our children. This is not just a single area, but we created rock my campus 
And we are going in and we are teaching the tools. We're building personal brands in the schools to be able to bring self-awareness um, and to be able to help kids to be able to connect people with people on a higher level, to be able to have the self-discipline, the self-management tools that they need to understand their emotions. You know, if I was like, man, what, where were the tools that we needed why didn't we have these? And so, you know, again, it's like, why did I have this social emotional intelligence master practitioner's license and life coaching license? And, and I had all these tools over here, this NLP. And I was like, what am I going to do with it? Well, finally, I figured out I ma married the two together uh, with my personal branding. And, you know, when you think about your personal brand, your personal brand is you. It is you. And so that includes your fears your anxieties, your, your, whatever it is, the stories that you're telling yourself, the trauma that you've gone through as well as your gifts and your abilities and your talents. And, and I'm not talking about being able to sing or be able to do math well or any of that. It's who you are innately, your kindness, uh, your giving, your funny, any of those kinds of things. And we teach the kids to really tap into those. And I do this. It's not any different than what we do with the adults. It's, you know what I mean? We're just doing it in a school setting and helping people to understand their emotions around all, everything, to be able to control those emotions, know what to do with them when they arise. And it is completely changing. One of the schools we went into, they brought us in because they have never had fights. They probably had eight fights the entire year in their school. Whoa. And it's a, it's a 1200 students school. So 800, you know, eight fights is not a lot. Well, they had eight their first month and they brought us in because they're like, our kids are just, everybody energetically is just angry, just want to lash out. Um, and so what happened was it completely changed the whole dynamic of the school. The fights ceased. Um, even with our teachers that they were happier because we do professional development with the teachers as well as, as, you know, personal development with the students. And it's just like an overtying arch that's just changing how schools are working together, um, you know, training from the top down to the bottom. And so, you know, again, it's, and it all just starts with knowing who we are and how to show up powerfully. And here's the kicker. One of the biggest things is, 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 um, what I call emotional aftertaste. And we always look at what it is, not just about who we are and what we want in our lives and how we want to show up, what our core values are, but how do I want others to experience me? What is the emotional aftertaste that I want people to have once they've been with me? And you get a classroom full of people that say, hey, I want people to experience me as fun, kind, joyous, you know, life of the party. You put that on the wall. And when Johnny acts up and he's, he's pulling Susie's hair, so, hey, Johnny, what is, what are, what's your emotional aftertaste say? I want to be fun. I want to be kind. I want to be the life of the party. Pulling Susie's hair, does that mirror what you're saying here? No. What do you need to do? Yeah. And you've just now put responsibility into that kid's life on how he has to show up and how he has to, because now he's thought about it. 
And, and, you know, when you, we can have internal all day, but once we put the external factors and we start thinking about how it affects other people, it changes us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're planting that tree. You've seeded the thought and now it's in the brain. You can't get rid of it once it's in there. Now it's going to sprout a healthy new tree like uh, um, Carolyn. um, Oh, what is her last name? She does lots of um, lots of um, brain science stuff, and I just freaking love it. But she was talking about the tree. Once it's planted, you can either plant an unhealthy tree or a healthy tree. And whichever one you continue to feed will continue to grow. And so I love that. Referencing back, because now you've created that visual, uh, yeah, visual reference, <laughs> I felt sense experience, and he articulated it himself. I mean, wow, how well is that cemented? I love it. Yeah. And, and, you know, if we can do this and really start and, you know, social emotional learning has been taught in schools for 55 years. However, we're in a different day and age. What what how you taught something two years ago does not necessarily uh, I don't say it doesn't work, but it doesn't necessarily resonate with kids and how to apply it to their lives today. And so I'm all about application. I, you can learn something all day long. You can you can watch a makeup tutorial all day long, but until you practice that putting that eye makeup on and those eyelashes on over and over, you cannot become a master at it. So I am all about application. How do we apply this to our lives right now? How do we apply it to social media? How do we apply it to our friends who are going through the same issues that we're going through? And it changes everything. And so we, we really are working to be the leaders in this because, you know, I'm not saying that we're, we're creating the wheel here. We've just, we have reinvent, we are reinventing how it's driven. You know, it's like, you know, Tesla is not, it's a car has been around for a long time, but they've completely reinvented how it's done. And that's, that's what we're focused on in the school systems. I have this thing on my fridge that says, um, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it says, what will they think? And right under it, it says, what will God think? And I know for me, like the greatest fear I've had to overcome has been like, what will they think? Right? Like Galatians 1.10. That's like my life verse is just like constantly like trying to battle what other people will think. And the more you are yourself, the easier it becomes. And and that's where the personal branding comes in. But, um, and just embracing like who you are and what you're gifted with. Right. But I was just thinking as you were talking about social media and like what these kids are going through, I had sort of an aha moment. And, you know, when you said like, we experienced bullying growing up, um, we could also shut it off at 3.30 or 4, right? And go watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and whatever else we, we were doing later, had our again. friends away from school <laughs> or whatever. But it never shuts off now. It's not. No. So it's, it's constant. It's yeah. constant. And so this it's, idea of like, what will they think? What what will they think? What will they think? Is like 24-7. Yep. 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 And, you know, this, and again, it, it's really crazy because we're talking about, you know, kind of shifted to the kids, but the reality is, is that it's happening to every single one of us. And we're talking about entrepreneurs and, you know, I'm, I've been coaching uh, Grant Cardone's 10 Xers mm-hmm. and 
every single one of them, when you start dealing with social media, you start talking about social media, there's so much wrapped around it. You know, people have a lot of fear around it. People are scared of it. There's the reason we have spent our lives being rejected. Most every single one of us, my parents are pastors and they do spiritual healing. I mean, that's one of their big things in life is spiritual healing with people. And usually the number one thing is overcoming the rejection that they experienced as children in their lives. And most of it's really severe. I mean, especially now with, I mean, our, our divorce rate, our family breakup rates are so high and it's like, okay, this is the way it is, but how do we move forward? We have to shift with the times we have to change with the times we have to learn and grow new tools. You know, when there is a, when, when we are having a, a drought, then we have to learn how to grow our flowers differently. Yeah. We can grow them. We just have to grow them differently and we can grow them bigger and better and more successful. We just have to have the tools and the knowledge to know how to do it. And our, you know, we've just not done that, but back to the entrepreneurs is that every single one of us is getting, we're comparing ourselves. We're not knowing how to show up. We're not, we're not really uh, clear. We're, we're comparing ourselves. This is where the imposter syndrome comes in. Yeah. And it's our comparing ourselves to others, our stage one to somebody else's stage 10. We're comparing, we're saying we're not good enough. Who am I to do this? And, and, and it's a real situation. Um, And so it's real important for us to make, to make sure that uh, we keep ourselves in check. And I just want to say this to anybody who's listening. Everybody thinks they need to be Christina Aguilera, but it's quite all right to be Britney Spears. And this is what I call the Christina versus Britney (laughs) syndrome, right? And I have a picture of Britney. She signed it for me. It's over there. And I keep it not because I'm a fan of Britney. But it reminds me of what media. Because mediocre- you want to sell it for a dollar, right? Yes, right. I know. I can sell it. I need to just sell it. I love it. Um, is that is. It reminds me of what mediocre talent can do. I'm not saying Britney's not talented. It's just mediocre. It's, it's average talent that I could have a, I could have 200 girls fill up a room right now and do what Britney Spears did easy. It's not difficult, but Christine Aguilera vocals. No, I can't just find any vocalists like that. They don't, they're not just everywhere. You know, there are a lot of vocalists out there, but you know, to be able to put it all together, but when you look about how it's been packaged, and this is why pers- the branding is so incredible to me, I'm huge into the personal branding, but then learning how to tie that personal brand into the success of what you're wanting to do. And Britney Spears took all the pieces and components and her team did it brilliantly. She is worth more money. She has uh, more accolades. She has more number one hits. You know what I mean? Like her career is just still, even through all the mess is still like this. Mm -hmm. And it's not about how talented or how gifted you are. It's about knowing how to show up in your abilities, your talents, your passion that makes the impact. It's not the level of your talents. Mm but it's how you brand those talents to shine. My, I, 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 you know, one thing that I have learned, you know, as they say, my dad always said, you got to practice something 10,000 hours before you can go, get up and perform it. That's what he had always say. 
And I truly believe that I have lived and worked for 24 years, 25 years at this and being able to see that, that success is 20% talent. Hmm. It is 20% talents and gifts. The other 80% is how you brand those talents to shine. And, and when I say brand, it's like, how do you develop it? How do you show it up? And how you show up with that, the confidence you have when you have that, it's, it's how you sharpen everything else with those 20% talents. And, and you can look in your life, how many people it's like, how in the world did that person get there? How did that person get there? Like, I'm always like, really? I am way more talented. How did that person get there? And it's because they showed up powerfully in what they did have. And they drove that sucker straight to the goalpost. So it's not, and I mean, that's why my kids, they have over 150 million online followers. And I said, kids, my, my clients, but it's because they know how to show up who, as who they are. They're very clear on what they want. They are very clear on their abilities and their skill sets and their, what they need to develop to, to be better. They also know they've overcome their fears and those anxieties to go where they want to go. And and it's, it's just, you know, it's really easy to get to where you're going when you know the path. Wow. I feel so inspired and encouraged every time I talk to you. And I'm sure that everyone listening is equally impacted. Wow. What a powerful message. Thank you for all the work that you're doing in the world with adults. Thank you for the work that you're doing in the schools, for the service that you're bringing and for just showing up powerfully as you, because without you finding you, you wouldn't be able to do the work that you're doing right now. That's really moving the world in powerful ways. So bless you, bless your, bless your movement and bless your mission. Let people please know how they can work with you. What does that look like? Where can they find out more about you? Well, it's really, we have three components to the business. It's our, our, our branding agency. Just go to unleashyourrockstar.com. Um, we have the personal branding agency. That's for people really who are trying to do something big in the world, who are really wanting to, you know, make a greater impact and be able to leverage their personal brands to grow uh, their impact in whatever field they're wanting to go into. And, then we've got the, just as personal branding in a digital age, I truly believe, and I'm a firm believer, every single person needs to understand your personal brand when whatever aspect you're trying to go into, but it's just on a lighter level. And then we have the school program, rock my campus, rockmycampus.com. And, uh, yeah, we, any three of those ways, but Jonathan George on social media, I mean, it's really easy. <laughs> I, I, and, and if you're confused with all the famous Jonathan Georges, I will be the one in the bright yellow. bringing joy to the world so something that we do here on this show become revolutionary is we end the show with some fun rapid fire questions are you all right wait hold on i have to take a swig of caffeine hold on you're making me thirsty (laughs) all right all right I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. I feel like I kind of already maybe somewhat know this because I watched your live the other day. What's your favorite flower? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, don't do that to me. I love gardening. (laughs) I love them all. I I mean, if you see my garden, it's full of succulents. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, oh, there's so many. Right now, I love 
um, I don't know, succulents. Let's just say succulents. Succulents. Right That's what I thought. Your succulent garden was pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, are you a boring or fun person? Fun. Come on. Joy. Um, do you have any tattoos? Just one. And it's about this big. It's on my my back right here. Uh, I don't know if you remember Michelle Branch, but we both got the same tattoo. And it means the harmony of my heart speaks to the heart of the listeners. And so, yeah, it's kanji for musicians. But I'm going to get a half sleeve for my 50th. Are you? Are you? Yes. I'm sad. Yeah. You'll have to film that. We want to yeah. see. It's going to be, and I have to just, I want to hear about wait, this. <laughs> but you know, it's like one of these things, it's like, I was taught my entire life. You cannot have tattoos. It's marking your body and all this stuff. But I, and I had always have wanted, I've got some, they, they took some like precancerous places off my arm and there's these scars. So I, I want to get a half tattoo on there. And, um, and I was like, but I don't want a dolphin or, you know, a sunburst or whatever. And I found out that my Mayan sign that I'm a warrior and that resonated so strong with me because that is who I am. It, my energy is I'm a warrior for people. I will go and fight for you and for your right, for your ability to stand up for yourself and, um, and an energy shifter. So I'd like, I'm going to have this warrior with this ball of energy, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just going to be very spiritual for me and have a strong meaning, but I'm excited. But yeah, I also this entire, this entire interview, you've just given me goosebumps. Like you just keep dropping these things where I'm like, whoo, <laughs> and I love the warrior. Okay. What's your favorite drink? Oh, half Dr. Pepper, half diet Coke. Oh, wow. Surprise. But only from a fountain fountain, <laughs> only from a fountain drink. Cause it has to have the bubbles. It's gotta have the fuzz gotcha. or the fizz. When are you? No fuzz, productive? no fuzz, fizz. No, what? no fuzz in drinks. <laughs> most productive time of day. Oh, um, mornings. It used to be evenings. No more. Getting <laughs> too old for that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Who is your inspiration and why? You know, I mean, my, my, Charlene and I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my family truly are some of the most incredible human beings, uh, just uh, on a full level, five generations of pastors, uh, people who just excel for greatness. And, you know, I could list 15 of some of the greatest human beings that ever walked the planet, just in my family, um, just in my immediate family. So I'm going to have to go with the family. Mm. I love it. Summer or winter? Mm, spring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love. Well, it depends. Well, winter in LA is beautiful, so winter here, but not in. It depends where I am. Not in Nova Scotia, not where, where we are. Yeah. <laughs> and summer in LA is amazing, but summer in Dallas, ooh, it's yeah. brutal. So it just depends where I'm going to be. Location dependent answer. <laughs> And last but not least, your favorite cake flavor. Mm, have you had nothing bunk cakes? They're red velvet. Oh. oh my God, it's the best in the planet. You've never had nothing bunt cakes? No, no. 
Oh my God! Was it? You are now commissioned to make us. <laughs> That's right. So when we nothing bunt cakes. It's a, it's like they make the best birthday cakes, and they're like bunt cakes. But and they are these. They have lemon poppy seed. They have carrot cakes. They have, and it is the most moist, amazing cakes. I don't like cake anymore because it's all dry or whatever. Hmm. Everybody trying to make them too fancy, and they just don't taste like good. Like Betty, you know that moist Betty Crocker cake, but yeah. this cake is the best. Nothing but cake, and they have a red velvet, which I don't even like red velvet. It is the is that like a brand. Yeah. Okay. Oh, There's look them up right north, so we don't get all those fun things that you guys. Oh, <laughs> see if you can order one online and have it shipped home because it's like like the best gift to yourself in the planet. <laughs> not to my butt. Yeah. Not to. <laughs> yep. No. But they do have little ones. They have personalized ones. You can just get those. And <laughs> that's true. Um, that's true. <laughs> I always give those as like birthday gifts. I always go get it because they have little cute, you know, birthday. They decorate them really cool, and and you just show up and let somebody blow the candles out. Oh, that's amazing! Oh my gosh, Noel's like, I can't believe you just said that, Charlene. <laughs> ah, hey, it's the truth. I'm predictable. Well, thank you again for joining us today. We will let you go. Um, yeah, friends, reach out anytime. We've got such incredible guests for you. Look at all the all the wisdom that they're bringing, all the fun things that they're doing in the world. And just because they're doing it doesn't mean that you can't do it too. You can too. So find out who you are, what your gift is to bring to the world. Brand the crap out of it. Go see Jonathan to help you out with that. And just remember, we're stronger together. We go further faster. Let's become revolutionary together. Go light it up, friends. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Become Revolutionary Show. If you're enjoying what you've heard, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Become Revolutionary Show.